Hey there, I'm Beverly Sartain, and this is the Holistic Coach Legacy Podcast, where you get support in being an impactful and confident coach. In today's episode, we are going to be connecting with Carrie Bakier. We are going to be talking about transforming your health through the four holistic levels of well-being. We'll be talking about the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual levels, and having a really enjoyable conversation. I hope that you receive some great learnings. And if you're enjoying our podcast, please support us by leaving a positive review so that others may find our work. Thank you for being here. Welcome, Carrie. It's so awesome to have you on the podcast today. Hi. I'm so glad to be here. (laughs) Are you here? (laughs) Yes. Ready to go. Uh, So, you know, our listeners always enjoy hearing a little bit more about you. Um, So I would love to know more about what transpired that led to you reaching out to do coach training. You know, it's actually um, maybe a longer story than we have time here for, but really it goes back to my first coaching experience back in 2004. And it was just such an incredible eye-opening experience. I knew even then, you know, almost 20 years ago that this was a part of my path, right? And at that point, uh, I was going to a coach for uh, career coaching and how to level up in my uh, career as a project manager. And so the niggle for coaching was like, oh, later when I retire, <laughs> you know, like 30 years from now. Um, and that kind of message kind of stuck with me for a while, uh, maybe for another 10 years. And then um, it got stronger and stronger. And I had some folks shut me down and say, don't ever talk about that. And I let them shape the actions I took around this niggle for coaching. This this part of my heart that knew this is where I belonged. And then um, in 2018, I got really sick. And um, I started off my health journey with a misdiagnosis, I'll say that here now, it was a misdiagnosis, we didn't know that at a time of uh, early onset dementia. And I was 43 years old at the time and absolutely terrified. So um, I wanted a second opinion, I needed a second opinion. I had three kids, uh, nine, 11 and 13, and I'm thinking, how can I leave them? This can't be possible. I went to a specialist, a memory specialist, and he was like, no, this is not a question of if dementia, but which dementia. And I was crushed. I was, I was devastated and so, so afraid. And he said, well, we need to figure out which dementia. And so here are some diagnostic tests. There's five of them that we need to do. And so I, I left his office. I had my papers. And I did one of the diagnostics about a month later, and 
my world fell apart after that. Um, what I mean by that is my body fell apart with, I walked out of that appointment with pain shooting down my legs. Within a week, I had spasms running up and down my spine. I lost my ability to speak, became hypersensitive to light, sound, and motion. I, I became consumed with this fatigue and fatigue can barely capture. It doesn't. There's not a word in the English language that captures the level of guttural exhaustion that stole my life force um, after, after this, uh, this uh, diagnostic. And nobody could explain what had happened. Uh, I had a, a lot of a lot of struggle to get answers. And it was about a year and a half before we figured out that I'd had a stroke um, during the diagnostic or after the diagnostic. And um, then another year later, we figured out that Lyme disease and mold illness were major players in uh, my, my set of illnesses and probably were what gave the appearance of early onset dementia back in 2018. So overall is about a four year journey, uh, journey, <laughs> four year journey, four year, um, struggle. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, that's a long story. And you asked about coaching and I'm sorry, I got a little off track. No, but, I'm happy that you shared that. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. And I appreciate you holding space for that. And what happened, there was two things that happened. And one is, and they both drove me to recovery. And the one, the one was my kids. I could not leave my kids. I could not have this devastation to them. And so that drove me forward. But the other thing, as I, I, I stood at the precipice of my life and I looked at where I'd been and what I'd done, there was this, it wasn't so much a regret about what I hadn't done, but a knowing that there was still so much more that I needed to do that I hadn't actually uh, fulfilled my life purpose. And when I looked at what is that life purpose, it was the intersection of skills and experience, my project management skills and my experience through this health crisis. And um, that is at that intersection is coaching other women challenged with chronic illness, medical crisis, health issues that are keeping them down, keeping them stuck, keeping them afraid and overwhelmed and just uh, so scared. Yeah. Truly appreciate you sharing all this and like it helps me always feel even more connected because like I'm I'm thinking about like for me that catalyst was childhood trauma. Mm -hmm. And we oftentimes hear that a health issue or challenge is something that also creates a big shift for people. So just honoring you, Carrie, and the journey that you've been on and that you have been able to take this really big 
adversity in life and use it um, to evolve and grow and do meaningful work into the world? How do you receive that? I just, I receive it. I, I receive it with such heart and it's like, but you don't understand. It had to, I had to, it was like, it was this, it was this calling and this yearning pulling me forward from the future to the future. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. And so in terms of, you know, when you think about your, your personal journey with this, like, what do you ultimately feel like the greatest learning was that came through for you around this? So there are, there are so many layers. There's so many incredible, like mind blowing layers of learning. And I had to get through many layers before I reached this one big lesson. And this one big lesson, I felt a lifetime of weight fall off my shoulders when I finally understood I am whole, complete, and unbreakable. At the soul level, I am whole, complete, and unbreakable. No matter what's happening in this human world, whatever is happening to my body, that doesn't change the essence of who I am and how I can show up in this world. That's incredible. Super powerful. I'm already starting to hear like this holistic perspective mm. that you took on what was happening. I'm curious, like, how did you get out of just your humanness and focusing on the body and bring in more of this other perspective that sounds like deeply supported you? Some was bare necessity. Some was uh, just having nowhere else to turn and knowing intuitively I had to let go of the fear and lean into trust and faith. Um, I knew in some part of me, so as my, my, who I was as a person and what I could physically functionally do fell away I got down to my bare essence and at that bare essence, the thing that I could do was believe. And I, I had to double down on that because the fear was so suffocating and so paralyzing. And that just wasn't acceptable. Yes. If you succumb to that, then you're not going to move through and resolve it. Yeah, I hear you. So in terms of the holistic approach, how, how do you view that when it comes to health issues or challenges? Well, I think there's some major misunderstandings and I try to work with my clients to break through those mis misunderstandings. And the biggest misunderstanding we collectively have is that all the answers are in the physical and that good health is a physical experience. More and more, we're learning the roles of mental health, good mental health, good emotional health. Yeah. Um, 
and I believe spiritual health. And so I think it's multidimensional and at the highest level, you know, we can dig down deeper, but at the highest level, holistic health, holistic well-being is the target, is what we're going for. And that is the integration of wellness at the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual levels. And it was only in my health journey and in, in when working with clients, it is only in working through the emotional, mental, and spiritual challenges and barriers and obstacles that we are able to break through and make space for the physical transformation. It's an incredible uh, concept where most people are spending so much time focusing on their physical health, almost bringing more energy to that and leaving out these other areas. So um, using your experience as an example, what needed to shift or what did you shift mentally around your health? Uh, there's, there's layers of this. And I have a course that I'm building around this, the essential cool. mindset shifts for those mm-hmm. living with long-term health challenges. And, and, you know, there's, there's pieces like, um, I am not alone. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, mentally shifting from that place of I'm not alone to I am loved and supported and that my voice matters. Thinking for so long, I was giving my power away to doctors and other people to tell me how I was feeling and what I was experiencing. And when I started reclaiming my voice and speaking up and holding my ground, it opened a path forward in my healing process. Yeah, I'm almost hearing like when there's a a physical challenge, we go really outside in instead of, and I can understand why somebody would do that. Uh, I probably would tend to do that too. But what I'm really hearing is we can't just go outside in or solely rely on outside in from other people that are maybe we perceive an authority to us, we have to also go inside and really connect with the inner wisdom and guidance that is available to us on these different levels. Any other thoughts on that as you hear that? Yeah. I mean, that's exactly, that's exactly it. And so when I talk about what I do with my clients, it is using a holistic approach to help them tap into their inner wisdom so that they can make empowered decisions about their health and whole lives. So the inner wisdom is the key, right? We are so disconnected from our own intuition, our own knowing. I'm working with my clients to help them get quiet and still and present to that inner wisdom, to that inner knowing. Um, It is gold. It is really absolute gold. And sometimes I feel like there's a misunderstanding that holistic means that we're not going to do anything that the doctors are saying or that we don't want to engage Western medicine at all. You know, I think that what I'm hearing is it's 
learning how to receive the information from the outside, but also how to be with yourself, check in with yourself and make your own empowered decisions about how you want to move forward with the information that's being provided. Would you say that's accurate or would you say it differently? A hundred percent, because I believe that it is the synergy between uh, Western and holistic, Western and alternative that will bring you through your recovery journey. And so when I work with my clients, another way that I do that is I am teaching them. I have a workshop called the empowered patient, and it's all about how you make the most of your doctor's appointment. And part of how you make the most of your doctor's appointment is getting in touch with what you already know about yourself, about your body, Mm -hmm. and being able to communicate that effectively to your doctor. Fantastic. And so like, as we're talking about this and and kind of tapping into the emotions, because I'm sure the emotions um, become really present, like you said, like we're scared, we're fearful, there's a lot of unknown, you know, so what did you have to shift emotionally um, when it came to your health? There was a couple, couple big ones. Uh, One of them was I was so absorbed by the grief over who I no longer was and the loss of who I could no longer be. I had to work through that grief and loss and get present because present was where my power was and presence is where my power is. So that was a big uh, emotional shift. And then another one just, it made such an incredible difference is permission to be angry. And we are taught, especially at women, that it is not safe, it is not ladylike, it is not um, healthy to be angry. But the anger is there. If you stuff it down, it tends to come out sideways. And I was finding, I was taking the high road over and over again. I ran into doctors who just were a little egregious. And I would say, you know, no, I'm not going to like report them. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. People were saying, oh, you have to, you got it. And I was like, I, I don't have the energy to put it into that kind of negativity. Yeah. But at the heart of it, I was still angry. And when I understood I had permission to be angry and manage it responsibly, oh my gosh, I was able to let so much go. And that's mm-hmm. what I mean. That weight of the, 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 the weight on your body, on your experience of the anger gets in the way of your physical recovery. Yeah. So when I let it go and I moved through it, doors opened up. Yeah, I can see that. And I can see the importance of really having a strong support team. I feel like a coach can be a really great part of a support team, especially somebody like you that's been through similar experiences and can be with people while they're having their emotions and understand um, where that's coming from. So, so lastly, I'll ask you about the spiritual level, because I know the mental, emotional, spiritual is really important for that, that physical 
healing um, and recovery. What do you think needed to shift there spiritually for you to really allow your health to improve? Well, I think, I think there's misunderstandings about spirituality too. And people immediately go, oh, you're going to tell me what to believe. Um, for me, that wasn't what it was about. It's how I connected to myself, to that inner wisdom, to that, that, uh, my soul. Um, it's how I connected to other people. I felt so isolated. And so part of the recovery process was learning to reach out and reconnect to people who could see and value me, even in my challenge state. And then the third component is how I connect to that, which is beyond. And, you know, that which is beyond is both, it's, it's an energy, it's love and it's light. And as I allowed more love and light to come in and I allowed myself to believe that I was supported by the universe, that I was supported by something that wasn't tangible, as I believed it gave room for hope. It gave room for possibility. And it was so powerful. I heard that. Yeah, I really appreciate that you're offering a very unique way to work on your physical health by looking at these other levels and approaching this holistically. What do you think that it could do for somebody that's maybe new to this but is interested in a holistic approach? to their health challenges, what comes up for you? Uh, there's just so much. Really, the, the biggest thing is it restores hope and it allows the person to break through the overwhelm and the fear and the isolation. When you're working with someone who, who's been there, who gets it and has the tools to help you move through your challenges, because every everyone's... Uh, journey is unique, but there are universal themes and applying those universal themes and those universal tools to help you move through your health challenges and, and see where you're stuck emotionally and feel where you're stuck emotionally and get beyond that. So instead of pushing it away, move through it and shift the way you're thinking. The shift is, is like, it can be like that, or it can be, you know, over the course of several weeks where you're, you're beginning to understand and integrate it into your being. And then that spiritual connection, there's freedom in it. There is freedom and joy. So, you know, working with my clients, they shift from this place of uh, surviving and crisis into hope, possibility, recovery and, and thriving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the word that was coming up for me too, was just empowering. You know, I'm hearing this opportunity to help empower somebody um, around these areas, but also just in their life in general, so that they feel like they have more dominion over what is going on in a very unknown and scary situation. Um, yeah, it's taking back their power. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Claiming control and owning their voice. Yeah. And just want to acknowledge like how much passion that I hear from you. <laughs> I do. I just feel so much passion. Um, I hear that fire and I, I hear that like 
just that earnest desire to share this message and serve and support people. Is there anything else that comes up for you when you hear that? Uh, You're very well attuned and there is so much passion and it's just, it's just my heart's delight. That sounds so absolutely cheesy, but I just, I just, you know, I'll go, I'll go. I'm, I do coaching on certain days and on the days when I don't coach and I'm not with my clients and I, I like part of my body misses it because I miss working with them and, and, and seeing the transformations that they're experiencing. Yeah. What do you feel like are some of the key factors um, that you think like how coaching can help somebody who's going through a health challenge? Well, I think we mentioned some of them, you know, feeling not alone, um, helping, helping. um, There's so much overwhelm. And so coaching will, at least in my approach, is helping the person to get present to their current situation, get present to their bodies, get present to their hearts, get present to their knowing and let go of things that no longer serve them. And so, you know, you and I both know that uh, coaching is very different from therapy and it's different from a doctor's experience. Therapy is going to be focusing on the past and what's keeping you stuck, right? Uh, In terms of your feelings and emotions in the past. Um, Coaching is where are you now and where do you want to be and how do we bridge the gap Whereas the doctor's appointment are 15 minutes saying, okay, here's your list of things to do. Part of what I do in coaching is like, okay, now what's the strategy for implementing those things? Yes. Yes. Right. So it's the bridge between doctor's appointments. It's, it's the catalyst for healthier communication with the doctors It's healthier communication with your family and loved ones. Yeah. Well put. I, I truly believe that accountability it's also, it's like when there's a lot of information and it's, it's emotional, um, then we can get stuck and not move forward when it's, it's essential and critical that we're moving forward. So I definitely see how a coach could support the implementation of what was discussed and talked about. Um, so if there was something that you would want to invite any of the listeners into, what might that be? Well, I would love to invite the listeners in if this message has resonated, this conversation feels intriguing and compelling to you. It would be my heart's joy to get on a a clarity call with you just to talk about what you're experiencing and how I might be able to help you through your current challenges so that you can shift out of the struggle into a better place. And it's not my place. It's your version of better. That's great. Yeah. We, we get a lot of people that reach out um, and they're maybe wanting to do health coaching. I've never gotten that sense from you since we've known each other. Like it's always still been holistic coaching, even though it's been around health. Um, So any further thoughts about maybe why you gravitated more towards holistic coaching versus health coaching? Um, I gravitated towards it. 
it's part of a knowing, right? It's, it's part of what my heart was saying. And it was, it was part of frustration with the current system that offers an incomplete approach. And I, I feel like the holistic in the very essence of its name gives a more complete approach to accelerate in a balanced, integrated way, well-being. Yeah, I get it. it for me, sometimes the other approach is, is more like information. I'm going to give you lots of information. And again, like when somebody's going through a major life adversity, mentally they're having challenges emotionally they're having challenges spiritually they're having challenges to to even take that information and do anything with it yeah. um, is almost a tall order to ask and so um, I really appreciate that this is more about approaching yourself in a holistic way first of all seeing yourself that way and then even taking the information and approaching it in a more holistic way yeah. Well, and something important about what you just said that uh, I remembered um, is is compartmentalization. We live in a world that is so about com- compartmentalizing our lives, our hearts, our brains, our our socialness, our work, all of it, and that that creates discontinuity and disconnection. And the holistic approach, as I. At, I've used the word before is an integration. It's, it's a wholeness. Yeah. What does integrating mean to you or how did it look for you? Yeah. Uh, it, it's not just how I think it's not just what I say. It's not just how I feel. It's all of them brought together. Yes. Yeah, I like the word embodiment. For some reason, embodiment always helps me when I think about the word or the experience of like integrating the whole into one. Um, And even oneness helps me thinking about the oneness of nature, the oneness of the universe. Like those are those are my beliefs and thoughts. But I like thinking about it that way because then I can feel what integration might feel like. And for me, it's embodying all of those things together. Yeah. Yeah. I love that word. It is, uh, it, you know, I was talking about fatigue, not doing its job <laughs> and embodied really goes over time and doing its job. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if people are wanting to reach out to you, obviously we will have, um, a link to the clarity call in the show notes. Um, we will have, you know, other links of how to contact you in the show notes. What do you feel like is the best platform for you in terms of contacting you? You know, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Um, personally, I love email. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a little bit different. You know, if you want to, you want to DM me on Instagram, it's Carrie Bakier. If you want to, you know, DM me on Facebook, Great, I'm there too, but I love an email. What do you and love about Carrie, an email? What, uh, sorry, I was going to say it's Carrie at CarrieBakier.com. Yeah. And um, what I love about email is it's like, 
I feel like it's more personal. Yeah. I feel like you're saying, you know what? This is important to me and I'm a person, you're a person, and I'm not going to put up a wall between us. Yeah. I feel like the DMs kind of like, <laughs> you're just like this, this floating head that pops into a, a channel and it, there's, there's time and space for it. Uh, it can be really, really good. Um, I just find, I'm like, oh, there's a person on the other end of this email and they took the time to send a message and it doesn't have to be complicated. It could be, hey, how are you? I heard you on mm -hmm. Beth's podcast and I would love to connect. Yes. I feel the same way. You know, I'm an email person too. And um, I just got an email this past week from somebody that heard me on a podcast. I probably did this podcast like a year and a half, two years ago. And I got yeah. somebody that reached out and they would like to talk about working together, you know, and again, it could be, I heard you, I enjoyed hearing you and this is what I enjoyed. Or it could be, I'm interested in talking to you further to see if we might work together. But I hear you. It's more, it's more of a direct approach and it feels very intentional too, to yes. just reach out and connect. Um, so I always appreciate that as well. Thank you for saying all that, Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And then in terms of like the legacy that you're leaving, I, I heard like how motivating your kids were for you, but also like how motivating your own inner growth has been for you. Yeah. And so like when you think about a legacy that you're leaving through your coaching and your message and your work, what is that all about for you? You know, it's funny. We were talking about the word embodied earlier and really my legacy is demonstrating as a woman how each of us can uplift others, uplift other women and help them embody holistic well-being. My legacy is helping women embody holistic well-being and and really good, strong, integrated health at the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual levels by tapping in to their inner wisdom and learning to trust themselves. I hear you. And I just hear how powerful you are. <laughs> and I'm so um, grateful for our connection. And I will always do whatever I can to keep lifting you up. Um, and you know, supporting your journey and getting this message to your people. So thank you for being um, here. Yeah, um, thank you. This has been pure magic. I, I yeah. loved every moment of it. Me too. Me too. And we'll make sure, you know, to put your email um, address in the show notes and other ways to contact you. Um, is there any parting words that you would have as we come to a close? You know, there's one thing that didn't come up that yeah. I, I want to just share for those women who are facing health challenges, I've started and I'm building a, a, a Facebook community called Women Transforming Chronic Illness. Uh, it's a slow and steady start. Uh, I would love to have you join me there uh, and explore it with me. Great. We'll throw that in the show notes too. And if anybody is, is listening today and feels just called to reach out to Carrie, don't stop yourself. Just reach yeah. out. Like we're all. I won't fight. <laughs> right. Like we're all connecting and working together and unless we're not, 
you know? And so these are all invitations to belong and participate and connect so that we can all get stronger and healthier together. Thank you for being here, Carrie. Thank you so much. If there's only one thing to take away from today's episode, it is about looking at your health in a holistic way, can offer you great learnings and great transformation. If you're feeling called to connect with Carrie, please do so by checking out the show notes. And thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you next time and always remember that you can be purposeful and prosperous while sharing a loving legacy with the world. Many blessings.